This episode of Horribly Good Guys is brought to you by Kay Collins Collection Cigars, exclusively sold at the East Bar, 829 North New Braunfels, San Antonio, Texas, 210-992-7771. Kay Collins Collection Cigars, the house of cigar excellence. And now, enjoy the show. All the good guys podcast is Nate is Paul today. We all we got because we all Stop we need. Stop saying that shit. I don't give a fuck. Stop saying that. This shit. the Renegade podcast. We saying whatever. We doing <laughs> whatever, whatever today. Doing whatever. Uh yeah. No no script. No docket. No plan today. We just gonna start and and, and run with this thing. We We've got been it. doing this shit for six years, and this is officially our first show on ML King Day. Is it? Yes, because the first year we started, we started that Monday, and then we started the Monday before ML King Day. Then we took ML King we took Day a, off. <laughs> took like the very next yeah, week off. We, we had one solid show and was like, oh, we off next week. <laughs> and we have never done a show on ML King Day. You get a job started. That's for days off. <laughs> Legit, because we was at the radio station. We was at the radio station. We was at the radio station on some old like, yo, uh, we're here, but we want to be off next week. Why? Because we ain't like we went to the march. Neither of us went to the march. <laughs> I may have went out. I think I went out there. I think I just went out there and showed my face. Bought a uh, bought some shrimp on a stick and dipped. That was probably by a bowl of gumbo or something. So first official podcast of Nate and Paul in in any iteration. We've been through. It's our third iteration of this show. Uh. Yeah, 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 because we had the radio show first where we was on air. Yeah. Then we had just the pod side, just Facebook Live side, like we was yeah. doing. Now Now we're doing the full pod. So, yeah, man. Well, happy MLK to you all, even though uh, no no MLK marches went on around the country, right? I don't know. There was a march here. There was? Uh, not the not city sponsor. No, no, but your girl did a march. Who? Um, Let me get my mic right. Let me lick this poop. What's her name? Uh... Let me lick this poop. Um, what's the girl's name who? Uh, there we go. Get my mic right. Um, damn it! What's that girl's name? Uh, she got arrested. You gotta give me more than let child me child abandonment. This. Oh, uh, Jordan. Yeah, she did a march. I saw her like her Facebook page. They did. Is that a, an MLK march or like a protest march? They did a reverse march. They started at Pittman Sullivan and walked to uh to school. To school, yeah. Huh. 
they uh they broadcast it or now, something? Now, now you asking now you asking questions. Oh. I don't know shit. About <laughs> what what did shit. it look like? I don't know shit about oh. shit. I saw a flyer. Oh, you just saw a flyer. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, but no uh city sanctioned like official marches. No, there was no official march in the city around the country. Oh yeah, yeah. Natasha said it was a block party too. I yeah, block party still going on. Block party still going on. Shout well, out to uh, so it'll be over by now. Okay, I mean you know niggas ain't leaving at five. Oh well. Hi, Tosh. Uh, let me get my comments up so I can see. So, yeah, no, uh, no MLKs around the city. Hope everybody has ah. celebrated. You spilled it on man, you? Man, look. Man, that's liquid gold, hey, man. man. Don't be doing that. And it's the only bottle I got, too, <laughs> shit. Okay. Hey, we can take a ride up the road. Let's go. Mm. Let's go grab some. No, no, no. Target over on, around the corner. Oh. Yeah, Target okay. over on a military. What, they, a buck each? Uh, like a buck and a half. Oh, word. Buck 69. I, I will do that. Maybe two. Whatever it is, really. <laughs> Name your damn price, almost. <laughs> Name your price if you got some of this, uh, what is it, honey mint sweetness of moonshine tea. Uh, so, yeah, it's the uh, Renegade episode. We just chilling. Yeah, yeah. We, Live we, from the east. Live from the east, man. From the east side, not the east bar. Uh, last night. Oh, Valerie said it was two block parties. Two block parties. Okay. I didn't know that, but that's that's. Good. I mean, I wasn't going to either, so. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's too many. I say this after last night being in a, in a place where it was too many niggas, but we yeah, about that's, last that's night? too many niggas. Yes, we are talking about can last night. Can we talk night. about all of last night? No, all- we can <laughs> Yeah, we're going to talk about all of last night. I'm not, Look, shit, Renegade Show, we talking about all of last night. Come on, man, chill. What? Chill. <laughs> get a nigga on his porch and he get real comfortable. Yes! <laughs> It's my goddamn porch. You get real comfortable oh, on his own porch. Can you see where I live? Okay, I need to make sure. <laughs> make sure you have no numbers. Yeah, ain't that shit. Oh, man. So, yeah, uh, congratulations on everybody who uh, throwing their block party. The one out on 78 looks real good. Got a lot of uh, people out there vending, live bands, the whole nine. Y'all enjoy yourself. Be safe. Be careful. All that good shit. Valerie, where's the second one at? Real quick. Um, you so, going? Yeah. Huh? You going? Uh, depending on how long we're here, might swing through. <laughs> Insert joke here that I won't say. Yeah. <laughs> Insert joke here. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about uh, last night. The uh, Power Factor Entertainment, which uh, I don't even know who Power Factor is anymore besides Derek. And oh, I'm, t- I'm talking shit about Derek, too, so. Oh, well, kick it. Yeah. Last night, Power Factor Entertainment <laughs> presents the Lion's Den Live music extravaganza from the Garden Bar and Bistro. Did I say it right? Yeah. Okay. What is it? Is it just a bar? Any other night? Uh, any other night, it's a bistro. Last night, it was a bar. <laughs> the <laughs> fuck? I, is I that? don't know. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> just be throwing that. What is a bistro? Is it? I think bistro because they sell food. It's the, we don't have to wait. No, no, no. Why oh, Mark Saudi. Why are you looking up information? Like, yes, Bistro because they sell food. But I want to know the actual name of, B- the actual definition of Bistro. So why? Ignorance is much more. <laughs> Ignorance is better. Oh, man. All right. Go ahead. I'm light my stick. Uh, so, let's see. Last night, um, first of all, Top Shelf, of course, Top Shelf. They always good. Oh, until um, six. I'm missing. Oh, well. You say what? Uh, the other one is at Mark's outing, but only until six. Oh yeah, top shelf always good. Uh, By the way, y'all share this shit. Nisha, of course. <laughs> Nisha, Nisha's Nisha. 
Nisha was pleasantly surprising last night. I will I will agree with you on that. Man. Nisha was pleasantly surprised last night. Her brother opened up, though. Yeah. Dude was dope. Yeah. I never heard him saying dude was dope. What's so, his name? Um, huh? <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Eric. You sure? Eric Cortez. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You show me no nobody's name. I don't know nobody's for name. For the job you do. For, for <laughs> I have announced the wrong person on multiple occasions. <laughs> yeah, this nigga coming to the stage. <laughs> Come on, nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all give it up to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was uh show was dope. Here's why I'm gonna t- take shots at Derek. That was Buddha Rock. That's I was wondering what that used to be. This was funny. Last night, uh Derek got on stage and said, um, for those of y'all who don't know, like Power Factor isn't just me. Um I want to give a shout out and just started naming, oh, my former partner, or oh, my former, like, nigga. Still sound like you, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, Derek, that's pretty much you and Rashad. <laughs> he was like, oh, my former partner here. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty much you. It's you. It's you, yeah, yeah. But yeah, every dude, last, so last night, all in all, for those of y'all who were there, or those of y'all not in San Antonio who didn't go, um, amazing show. If you go to Lions Den SA, I think they had it live, so you can still see parts of the show or whatever. Yep, yep. Amazing show. Um, dude, I'm going to say this. I got off stage, and you, you know me, so I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. I felt good about the night. I felt good about the night. It'd be some nights I get off stage and be like, oh, I was trash. Word. And, and, no. Yeah. 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 I yeah. will self assess real quick. Yeah. 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 I will self assess. That's important. Real quick. Yes. That's important. Yeah. Because some nights I walk on stage and be like, ooh. Shit, they paid me for you this. You don't give them niggas their money. Yeah, back yeah, up. they do not. Ooh, ooh, it, hey, hey. Yeah, that been, shit, Rashad. Hey, it's, it's been some nights. <laughs> it's been some nights. They got, they got sea level, Paul. Y'all need to start paying Paul by the segment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you only did by five dollars worth on that segment, dog. <laughs> we gonna, here you go. Shout out to Rashad. I had jokes for Rashad last night, um, and uh. I don't care what you say, Rashad's sweater was fly. At the end, no, 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 yeah, Rash- yeah, yeah. Rashad Grandma's sweater was fly. Like I was, look, look. You know what? I'm gonna say this, and I'm saying this publicly. I am saying this publicly, um, on my platform. Kick. When Rashad dresses for the Lions, because I've never seen Rashad outside of those. I don't know how Rashad dresses daily. Okay. I, I saw him at HEB once. Um, just walking through the aisles, but I think Rashad is a decent dresser. Like, I have no, no plex with the way Rashad dresses. But Rashad gonna get these jokes. That's big of you. Rashad's my dude, so he gonna get these jokes. I Look, if I love you... Yeah, you gonna get these jokes. You gonna get these jokes, yeah. Nathan. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm here to, I'm here to testify to it. Um, no, but, let, me, let me rephrase. If I love you, you gonna get these jokes to your face. If I don't fuck with you, you gonna get these jokes... Wherever they come out at. So they may. On the podcast. They, they may come out on the podcast. They may come out just public. Like, I be out. Like, you're going to get these jokes, though. Uh, yes. Uh, what's a, Yeah, she was, man. Normally, and, and, and I've said this to anybody who asks, I, Nisha just kind of usually gets up there to me and just kind of screams a lot. She, like, screams on note. If that's mm-hmm. if if that's if that's the way to say it, but I don't know if it was just she's been working on a craft during this quarantine. If it was just the energy in the room, whatever it was, Nisha was on point. Broke out the uh, 
Broke out the new Jasmine Sullivan joint. Right. Killed that. Killed yeah. it with that, boy. Yeah. She had him going and then and then ended it with uh with the Black Negro Spiritual. Yes. So yeah. A good a good night by all performers. Top shelf did they did they thing as usual. So again, shout out to the whole power yeah. factor, the whole Cortez family. Nisha Mama was there. <clears throat> on stage. Yeah. I know I saw in the back. <laughs> she, the whole family was there. The whole everybody but uh Zicardi. <laughs> shit. The cousins were singing background and shit. It was a Cortez event. It was a Cortez event. So, oh, once shit. again, great job, great job, great job, Power Factor. Put on for the city, as Derek likes to say. Derek Derek is big on that. I, I do this for the city shit. Yeah, Derek does do this for the city. We've had many arguments about, no, nigga, you do this for money. And if the city benefits from it, eh, but you do this for money. Oh, as Paul speaks to neighbors and shit. Hey, we, we doing this on my porch, shit. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I fucks with Mr. Franklin. Mr. Franklin, cool people. All right, so let's see. What's a good jump? Dude, white people was out here really white peopling these past two weeks now, I guess. It's been two weeks since the uh, since the siege, right? You mean since Jim Crow? <laughs> but they've been, no, but they've been, uh, they've been really white peopling as they are getting wrangled up. Since the siege? Yeah. Oh, boy. They are, like, in full white people mode. What's funny and great about it, you know, they put out the no-fly list. Yes. They, they letting them get on the plane. <laughs> That's the funny shit. They are letting them board the plane and then make them do the walk of shame. Which is low-key disrespectful. <laughs> Which, Which is, is low-key disrespectful. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, and they get in full white people mode at that point. I don't do okay. Look, I, I got. I'm gonna say it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's white people mode because if you let me get on the plane, and then you tell me I got to get off the plane because I'm on some no fly list. Oh, I'm acting an ass. You, I'm going to jail. <laughs> I mean, you're going to jail anyway. No, 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 no. Oh no, you're just off the yeah, plane. No, yeah. I'm going to jail. If so you, you let go, me on the plane, we here now. Y'all got my baggage. <laughs> Cause you know what happened? They the baggage is on the plane there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The baggage so, been checked and everything. Yeah. So when you go, well, no, they remove your... it. They remove it. Yeah, they remove the baggage. What? What the fuck is white people in? <laughs> Asked by a white person. <laughs> when you got the nerve to be appalled for being arrested for something that you did illegal <laughs> that was videotaped, recorded, went live, witnessed by millions of people. And they got nerve no, to be no, appalled. that you confess to. That you confess, yeah. <laughs> when, when you confess yeah, to. Yeah, comma, 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 et cetera, all that. And they got nerve to be appalled that, they, that when, they're holding you for that shit. When you That's post, white people. When you post a video saying, hey, um, we just stormed the Capitol. And then get arrested for storming the Capitol and go, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. That's white people. Next question. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they were grabbing them up off the plane, uh, going no. to their house. <laughs> no, Jim, we do not think that's only white <laughs> nah, people. Jim, nah, yeah. <laughs> well, part of it, nah. the part of it nah. that they have the, uh, they don't feel like they were wrong. That's nah. the white person. That's the nah. white people part I, I, of I, it. I disagree. Okay. So let's have a okay. conversation. Okay. I, I've seen, and, and I'm using the term fake because mm-hmm. to me they fake. I've seen fake thugs. Post pictures of guns 
on their IG or post pictures of guns on the internet. And then when they get arrested, they be on some old, why am I getting arrested? Like they get appalled that they're getting arrested. I and have I, not seen that. Oh, I, I've seen I've it. seen them get the shouting out, their homies and their albums and all that shit when they get arrested. They no, know. No, 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 but I've, I've seen them be appalled. Like, they arrested me for nothing. Like, no, they're arresting you because you admitted to a murder. Um, one of the pods that we listened to talked about this recently, um, a, a law. Yeah, um, we're going to get into that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit. Um, we're here. Go ahead. Uh, talked about in Massachusetts, I believe it was. They passed a law that rap lyrics can now be used um, in criminal trials. And th- there was a, a back and forth about should lyrics be usable in criminal trials. And initially, my brain says no, because it's artistic, right? Right. But in this case, dude was rapping over a jail phone. Mm-hmm. So he called. Which has the big ass sticker right there. Yeah. So <laughs> he ain't up in jail, but let me tell you. Sure. So, which he, he called and was on some old, like, yeah, let me rap this lyric. And he rapped about the murder the he committed. Murder, yeah. Um, So I'm telling you, dude, we will brag about some shit. And then when the police come, be like, I was joking. Dude, yeah, that. I was just being creative. Yeah, I don't think that's, I mean, we saying it's white people, but I think, I think it's idiocy. I think it's idiocy. Like, it, it ain't just white people, it's idiots of all hue. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I give you that. Yeah, you got to be a plum idiot to storm the so, Capitol. No, yeah, those are flies. Yeah, these I are flies here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I broke my other ones. I was going to say, I thought you broke some. I broke the other ones, so I went and cop these. Yeah, and I'm, then I'm, the other ones got stolen. No, the other pair didn't get stolen. Sure, they got stolen. No, 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 they got stolen out of my car. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you claimed them. No, I didn't, because oh. they was under my deductible. Oh. Uh, oh, they weren't in the apartment. They was in the car. Right, they okay. in the car. Yep. Yeah. The great apartment heist of 2018, 17? Uh, I don't know what year I got robbed, but that was the best robbery that ever happened in my <laughs> the life. The great apartment heist slash come up of 20. What Jim talking about? Thank you for the new term. I will use it in conversation within the next day or two. White people in a new verb. <laughs> Do that. Yeah, man. Now, never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so where we at? What are we talking about today? Um. So I don't know, dude. I really do. let's see. Some idiots of a certain hue have a tendency to fit. So you were, we were talking about the uh, the law of using rap lyrics, and you said you feel like that's not wrong. I don't think you should be allowed to use rap lyrics in. Or somebody's artistic expression in the court of law. Now, if you <clears throat> if you are rapping about specific incidents, mm-hmm. then in itself that can be problematic. But I also think you're an idiot if you're rapping about specific incidents, right? That's what I was about to say. So when I say you shouldn't, they they should. So the law shouldn't matter. Just don't talk about it. Okay. Yes, but what? Because the law is ineffective. It, it's just a moot if, point. If I rap about drugs and guns, right? but I'm making very general statements about right, drugs and guns, shit vague. and then I get arrested for drugs and guns, they should not be able to use my rap lyrics for drugs and guns. Okay. Because my lyrics are artistic expression. Okay. Like, if, if they run up in Tom Cruise's house, can they use his movies as... 
justification for the type of person he is. Nope. Right. Yeah. If 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 you run up in Arnold Schwarzenegger's <clears throat> house, even though he knocked up his uh maid, maid, yeah. Can you use his movies, fat Mexican maid, to <laughs> to justify the type of person he is? You shouldn't like no. Right. And so as an artist, you shouldn't be able to use my my artistic expression into the type of person I am. Me, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm an artist over here. Yeah. And uh, um Natasha just asked is no, law limited to only to that, rap yeah. music. In and that's the, the problematic part. Right. In the way the law is written, it's only rap Massachusetts lyrics. said rap music. So country lyrics talk about shooting their dog and well they made they love their dog. Yeah. Shooting their wife, say the dog, all that kind of shit. And no, they, they can't use at least at this point, no other <laughs> Uh, genre of music. Well, well, but the way the law is written, it said rap lyrics, so they were specific to rap. Right. Which which becomes the problem. Like, if you're saying rap music, then that, I'm going to hate to say it, that, that becomes clouded in racism. Agreed. That becomes clouded in, or covered in racism, covered in systematic oppression, because most rap comes out of inner city. Black youth. Youth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... So, in a vague sense, I'm like, yo, you should not be allowed to use lyrics to prosecute anybody. In a vague sense. But if they, if I'm rapping, if I slap you in the mouth and then <laughs> go in the booth and start rapping about slapping you in the mouth, that should be admissible in any. Yeah, so the the law is problematic, but again, idiocy is more problematic. Right. That, that's right. All you got to do is change a change a detail or two, and and you good. Stop. But, dude, but I I I know. Is this snitching when I say this? I grew you up. Just here. said I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know dudes who used to move work who were also rappers, right? Local dudes who used to move work who were also rappers, and they lyrics would mirror some of the stuff that. Absolutely. They would say, like, I mean, I know dudes who would move work and then rap about moving work on Burnett Street. Like, whoa, <laughs> you live on Burnett Street. You might be snitching now. My grandma live on Burnett Street. You might be snitching now. No, my grandma live on Burnett Street. Oh, you snitching on your grandma then? Grandma was moving that work. My grandma was moving work. <laughs> that the grandma that carried, keep the pistol with her? Uh, yep. That, that, okay, two and two mm -hmm. makes sense. I'll tell you a funny story. Okay. Uh, since we're talking about well, it. Well, I try to get on some uh, Wi-Fi here. The feds. <laughs> the feds. <laughs> ran up in my grandma's house looking for my cousin. Grandma pulled a pistol on the feds? No, no, she didn't pull a pistol on the feds. My grandma was, this is my great-grandma, as a matter of fact. So this ain't my grandma, this is my great-grandma. Okay. Grandma Mitchell. The feds ran up in my grandma's house looking for my cousin. Uh-huh. My grandma says, hey. Can y'all not toss my room? <laughs> so the feds say. Obliged. Yes, ma'am. We just want to walk the dog through here. Through her room. Through her room. Okay. So they don't tear up her room. They walk the dogs through her room. Dogs don't find nothing. Dogs leave out. My grandma had stuffed <laughs> the goddamn <Yeah>. shoddy. <laughs> Dude, she had stuffed the shoddy under the mattress. <laughs> So is it different dogs that can I don't sniff know. I don't drugs know. and gunpowder or whatever? The dog, they did. They found some money with uh, drug that residue on it, on, yeah, yeah, but they yeah. didn't take the money. They didn't take the money. They didn't take the money, um, and they never found the gun. 
Romo was down for the calls, boy. And when they asked my grandma where the money came from, she was like, oh, my grandson's a rapper. He do shows. Because, I mean, any. Now that's snitching. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, Lord. Does he know where you live? Uh, yeah, he know where I live. Y'all good? I mean, if we ain't, he ain't gonna come by here. <laughs> mm. Any money, pretty much every money got some sort of trace. Yeah. Like, it's a good chance yeah. that, that every, you know, any, especially you get down to the low denominations. Right. Ones and fives and shit gonna have some trace of, uh, of drugs on it. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to pull up a story. I'm trying to get some internet connection here. Hold on, work with me. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I, but I think that situations like th- the story with the rapper, the problem is he rapped about killing someone on a jail phone. Like, you can't... And then said, well, you can't use those lyrics. No, dude, you were on a jail, phone, a jail phone rapping this shit. That those explicitly lyrics, says this phone is monitored. Right, and you was on a jail phone saying, yo, I shot Ray Ray. Like... <laughs> I pop Ray Ray in the back of the whip. Bullets hit him in the chest. Ray Ray did a <laughs> giving flip. Giving all the details right. that, was, that the police never released. Y'all do know they keep information just in case one of you motherfuckers say some shit. You can't say, oh, I heard it in the news. No, we never put that out there. Yeah, that was never that, that was, was never out there. That was never disclosed. All right, so what else is going on in the world? Let's see. Let's see. I, we told y'all this This is just a renegade show today. What y'all want to talk about? How about that? How about that? <laughs> we just own it today. What y'all want to talk about? Let's see. Okay, before you get to that, I had two. Qu- I had a question for you that, that never came up. Okay. Um, we'll talk about this real quick. Okay. This is something that one of my 3 a.m. thoughts. <laughs> oh, shit, you had 3 a.m. thoughts? No, I did not have a 3 a.m. thought. Uh. Um, something we've never really talked about. Delonte West. Huh, okay. Allegedly slept with LeBron James's mom. Right. August Alcina. Allegedly well, slept with, Allegedly slept with Jaden Smith's mom. Mom, right. August and Jaden were friends. Right. Delonte and were teammates. Were teammates. At they, the least. C- close enough. <clears throat> Here's the question. Is your homeboy's mama off limits? Do you have to ask? <laughs> I, I think that goes without saying. Your homeboy's mama is off limits. Is your homeboy's mama off limits? Yes. Why? God, it, it's in the question. Your homeboy's mama. What would make that, what scenario would make that acceptable? I mean, August Alcina was knocking up his friend's mama. Is it acceptable? No, I don't know. No. I don't know that your homeboy's... How can you, how can you, how can you okay that? Okay, is your homegirl's mama off limits? <laughs> um, you have a friend, and I'm not going to name names, yeah, yeah, but you yeah. have a friend, a really good friend. That's the first person I thought okay, of when you said that. Whose mother is attractive. Yeah, and still, you know... Out in these streets. <laughs> Jim said, my mama 89, she's off limits, but if you want to swing, gotta feel free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm with Jim. It depends on where my mama is in life. At a certain point, 
Hey, take a shoot your shot. But yeah, there, there's no way. You don't want you don't. Nah, P. So your homeboy's mama is off limits. Yo, peep, your friends, male or female, mamas, should be off limits. You should go with the mindset that they are off limits until otherwise stated. Like if, like say my friend, if I be like, oh, look at your mama looking good over there, and she say, shoot, she needs some young stuff in her life. Oh, okay. You just gave me the green light. Outside of that, yes. You out, you out one night. Let's say you out of the lines then one night. Okay. By yourself. <laughs> Friend's mama goes, hey, Nate, you looking extra cute tonight and, and hits you with the, the flirtatious chest rub. Okay. And then says, sure would like to <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> no. She's still off limits. She's still off so limits. So your home, so your now my homegirl's mama's friends. <laughs> <laughs> now her friends, yeah, fair game. Okay. Because that has happened before. I know. Said I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah, yeah. The homegirl's mama's friends. We've all gone out one night, and yeah, they were shooting at me, and and she was rooting it on. Like, yeah, get them. But yes, homeboy, there's like there's no way for me to say that to you to say, hey Paul, your mama, you know, <laughs> me and mama been talking lately. <laughs> like, see how you just felt? Oh no, 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 no! First of all, first of all. <laughs> It's a completely fake scenario, but you felt a tinge. No, I didn't. You didn't? Nah. Oh, okay. I know how my mama move. I ain't worried about that at all. I, I love your mama like a mama. So no, <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying in general. Like I know how my mama move. Like I ain't. I'm not talking about my mama, but I got some homeboys whose mamas are thoughts. So like, it's is my homeboy. So if mama. mama's being thottish. Is is it just on? Is it fair game at that point? That's why I'm asking. Like nigga, you know your mama. That's why I'm asking. Your girl chose me. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm out here. Your, your mama came in here trying to get chose. I was just chilling. I think that's 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 got to be the end of the friendship at that point. You can't maintain a relationship with the mama and the friend. Something's got to give. Right? Yes. I agree. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Yeah, I can't. If I'm coming by here to see your mama, then I'm probably not going to kick it with you no more. <laughs> well, for one, you and your mama shouldn't be at the same place. No, but I'm saying if I'm coming by, coming by here, like if I'm coming by the house to see your mama, then <laughs> at this point, I can't be coming by here to, to like hang out with you no more. That's what I'm saying. You and your mama, your homeboy and your mama shouldn't, if your homeboy live with his mama... Oh, is she more off limits or less off limits if they live together? Less off limits, because nigga, you shouldn't be here anyway. You shouldn't even know. See, I think if ooh, you shouldn't even know, play blind. <laughs> you shouldn't even know I'm here. You should have your own spot up here laying the beat. You up here here fucking, ain't you? Mama can't get no love. 
we get on this? Because because the, the thought hit my brain. I was like, oh, we gonna talk about this on the show. Because I was it was just a random thought I had the other day. I was like, yo, did somebody you know try to shoot at their homeboy mama? No. Oh, just completely out of nowhere. No, no, it was. I thought about the whole. Um, it all spawned from a Delonte West conversation, a story I was reading about Delonte West and um, the troubles he's going through right now. And he's good now, right? Yeah, he's good now. So it was. Yeah, mama gotta have a life. I was. It was about the Delonte West situation, which then turned me into, damn, he knocked up or he allegedly kicked it with LeBron's mama, yeah. which then turned into, you know what, shit, August and Jaden were friends. Like, so it was just that. It was just my brain running through that. Do you believe the Delonte and LeBron mama, Gloria? Do you believe that happened? Um, I don't care. Just, I know, we, neither one of us care. Just, do you believe it one way or the other? Sure. I, I, here's the thing. LeBron never said it didn't. And, and it would explain certain things that happened with Delonte West's career. Career, yep. Yeah, like his career Absolutely. ended up in a weird place as a result, so... Because if if it were completely false, LeBron would have deaded that quick. LeBron has the power to dead it. To quick. dead that, but right. yeah, you can all you can say is, you know, that's that's stuff I don't want to get. I don't want to talk about that. That's stupid. Right? Stuff. Yeah, you you can't outright deny it because yeah, it happened. Um, all right, let's get into some of these stories that yeah, we let's had do it in the feed here. Let's see what's a good one. Um. This Houston pastor, you know anything about pastors? Yeah, you know, go catch my eye. Houston pastor, Kurt. How do you say his name? Kirby John Caldwell. Kirby John Caldwell sentenced to prison for role in. Get North out of there! <laughs> <laughs> you saw him looking at the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's the East, man. It's the East. <laughs> sentenced to role in prison. For multi-million dollar fraud scheme. For those of y'all who don't know what just happened, we outside doing the pod. Some little boy just walked by Nate's car and just looked inside Nate's car. Like, Yeah, the window's like halfway down. He thought it was, yeah. Ali Ali Oxen free. Uh, damn, bait car. Yeah. <laughs> damn, I lost the story. Oh, uh, Houston pastor, you got it. Yeah, Kirby Lil John, or Kirby, <laughs> call, Kirby John Caldwell was sentenced to... <laughs> <laughs> to prison for a role in a multi-million dollar fraud scheme. Basically, he is the pastor of Windsor Village United Methodist Church. Got six years for conspiracy to commit fraud. Um, he played. He, he pled guilty. Um, basically, they say that he conspired to persuade multiple victims to invest three point five million in. Um, a investment scheme. So, like the shit, what's the shit called? Uh, the PPP joints? Or? No, no, no. He, uh, oh, pyramids? Yeah, pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme. Is this a pyramid scheme or is this a, uh, what's they call the other schemes? Damn. I can't think of the fucking the name. The giving right. circles? The giving circles and all that is. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often by mistake. I don't want to just shit on pastors, but I'm surprised this doesn't happen because a lot of churches, even more so now, we good? Yeah. Oh, a lot of churches have investment groups. Right. And stuff like that. So that's why I say I'm surprised it doesn't happen by accident a lot that 
you know, they get involved yeah, Ponzi in these scheme. Ponzi, that's the word yeah. I was looking for, Ponzi. Who said that, Jim? <laughs> Jim and Adrian. Of y'all, course, Jim would know. Y'all, y'all know it. <laughs> and, 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 and half of Adrian. And half of <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of y'all bag. <laughs> I love you, Adrian. Yo, it's a video of us getting in I love on you the too, Ponzi Jim. Scheme. I don't want to I don't want to shit on Jim and not that. Yeah. Why we don't get in on the Ponzi schemes? He was uh, Kirby John Caldwell was Ponzi scheme. He a pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't even February. Yeah, he making black history. <laughs> First black man to come up on the Ponzi scheme. So, it's uh I don't know, it's, it's a weird thing though cuz like you don't you really don't see a lot of well not at this level. See, that's the thing. At this level, yeah, you don't see millions. a lot of multi-millionaire um, Ponzi schemes. We just run the numbers game and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We, we, so, in in this scenario, though, like, this... This ain't... This isn't something we've already seen before. It's just at this level. Damn it. <laughs> at this level, we haven't seen it before. They feel these things too high. Should be right there from the start. <laughs> anyway, you know what I'm saying. So it, that's the thing. Like we don't at this level, it's rare that we see. But this, I I heard that uh, old buddy was like a pretty well known preacher. So, like I heard his name was in these streets. So now he's the front man. That's all it is. He becomes a, if you have a well known preacher right. as the face of something. Right. You got to go after that guy. So he just taking the fall. I mean, no, he may not be, quote, unquote, taking the fall as he may be the go-to guy because you go after the face. The face, yeah. You got to go after the face. Like, it's – Michael Vick wasn't running the dog fighting ring. Well, it was at his house. Yeah, but it was at a house he owned. At a house he owned, right. It was at a house he owned, yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, wasn't, yeah. he wasn't part of the day-to-day operations. Oh, shit. Okay. He was just – it was at a house he owned. Right. And so, because it's at a house he owned, they didn't give two shits about the other dudes. You go after the dude who owns the house. You know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's a similar situation in this. Like, you don't give a shit about the underlying people. You go after the names. And in this case, Kirby John Caldwell is, the is a dumbass name. <laughs> Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't forget Kirby John. You can't forget John. that shit. Kirby. Hey, what was that guy? Kirby John. Yeah. Kirby John. Kirby Um, Yeah, man. Uh, But they sent us him too. You still got it up? Six years. Six years. And I'm sure he all kind of finds it. So, damn. Can you pass them from jail? Would you accept... Your pastor's sermon from jail. I'm not the person to ask. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't, because of the way I grew up, I look at pastors really different. Okay. Like, I understand that at the end of the day, these are just men. Men. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of amazing pastors, amazing pastors who have, Real demons. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I know a lot of amazing pastors who... And they're open about it. Who, some of them. Some of the... Yeah. Who, like... I, I know some really good pastors who are shitty humans. And I know that sounds crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about, like, I know really good pastors who cheat on their wives. Okay. I know some really good, good pastors who... That kind of comes with it. Who, um... 
have drug habits. I know some really good pastors. That usually is a result of it. <laughs> I know some really good pastors who are bad with bad with finances and have embezzled church money. Mm. Like I mean, and when I say really good pastors, like be clear. I'm never saying names on this pod, right, right, on right. any platform. I never even tell you. But I know some I know some dudes in this in my city mm-hmm. who are major names who have had some pre-internet real life shit going on. Right. I've I've been I've been in the next room listening as a young boy. To pastors talk about real shit. As if I, yeah. And that doesn't make them, to me, that doesn't make them bad pastors. That makes them. That's a good question. Bad humans. What's a good question? Uh, Tasha asked, how are we defining them as good pastors? Oh, that, the ability to lead people. That's that's what I was going to say. Yeah, the ability to yeah. lead people to tending to the needs. Right, tending to the needs of, of your their, of their people. Yeah, as you have to go. Like right. like if 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 the goal of a pastor is to lead people to Christ and help them in their walk, then you can do that and still be making real horrible life decisions. Like, and I've seen it. So. So could I could I accept a pastor in prison? No, because I don't go to church. But <laughs> if I went to church, I think if and most people know how I feel about Pastor Walker, uh, rest his soul. If Pastor Walker had gone to jail, gone to prison, whatever level of of confinement for something. Probably for anything short of rape or messing with kids or something like that, I would have still listened to Pastor Walker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. E- even murder. I mean, yeah. Hey, niggas die every day, B. <laughs> oh, hold on. Pause. 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 <laughs> time. Time out. You know my homie, Courtney. Courtney. Um, yeah, I can't stand Courtney. Yeah. I rocks with Courtney. <laughs> nah. What's up, Courtney? Courtney is people. Last month at the Lions Den, Courtney and I took a picture together. Uh-huh. Somebody, she snapped on a Snapchat. Inbox went, her inbox went bananas. Wait, you hanging out with, like, this your new dude? Like, just because of a picture, right? Right. Y'all was cuddled up in the picture. Y'all was, like, face-to-face and shit. That's the homie. Y'all was, like, face-to-face, though. That's the homie. So, fast forward, last night, we took a picture together, and she posted... Since last month made y'all mad, I guess I'll post it again. Do you know somebody commented on that picture? Niggas die every day, B. Oh, shit. And by somebody, you know who it is? No. Oh. I don't know who it is. Wow. I'm like, you and your feelings, dog. Niggas die every day, <laughs> What I tell dudes, I ain't the one. Like, don't be mad. Don't be mad at your girl. For wanting to be around me, your girl chose me. We can handle this like some gentlemen. Hey, don't be mad at your girl for wanting to be around me. Damn. I don't know if you know this. I'm about to go look and see. I'm handsome. <laughs> and, and charismatic. And humble. No. <laughs> And meek. I am handsome and charismatic. 
your girl likes handsome, charismatic dudes. <laughs> Just tell her to come buy a shirt. That's all I'm saying. Tell her to come buy a shirt. Tell your girl, tell your girl to come buy a shirt. For you. Tell your girl to buy you a shirt. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, from the mouth of Paul, man. You are. Um, so we were talking about the pastor. <laughs> Jim said, and delusional. <laughs> delusional. Uh, Jim doesn't think you're handsome. Jim does not think I'm handsome and charismatic. Is a good pastor one who teaches her flock how to strip? Is that a good pastor? Teaches her flock how to strip. There's a pastor who quit the church and started teaching people to be strippers. And she is making millions doing it. But she quit preaching. She quit. Yeah, she quit completely. Okay, see, I can't. If if she quit preaching, then then no. But even if she. I know, I was just using it as a segue. Yeah. Uh, if you quit doing a thing. To strip, then nah, you bad at doing the thing. But you might be good at stripping. But if you take those people and make their life better. Okay, first question. <laughs> Do you consider stripping immoral? Honestly, I'm going to say no. Im- immoral is, morality is a personal thing. Right. So in my morals, no, stripping is not, a, is not immoral. Do you? No. Okay. I was too thought those were Yeah. Um, so here's the full story. Uh oh, she's never okay. Bisexual pastor. First of all, bisexual. There's a goddamn cat right here. Enjoying the show. <laughs> we got an audience. Bisexual pastor turned stripper has never been happier. Um, what's her name? Mitchell something Mitchell. Damn, I can't find her name. Joni Mitchell. We'll go with that. Nicole Mitchell. Do you know who Joni Mitchell is? Uh, old singer from like the sixties. Yeah. Something right okay. There. Yeah. So, this pastor grew up strictly Baptist. Somewhere along the way, discovered she was bisexual. Love it, man. And then. Somewhere along the way, started pastoring. How we got from pastoring to stripping isn't that part. I don't. I don't understand how she got there. I mean, how you? Here's a question I have for you: Do you know any pastors? And I know the answer to this. You and I know a pastor. We we know a friend. We have a friend who's a pastor who was a pastor, who pastoring did not pay his bills. Okay. Pastor paid. Pastor helped him lead a flock, but his bills were paid doing. He cut hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Pastoring didn't pay his bills, so I could see how if she's pastoring a small congregation. But she needs to still pay bills and you need a job that's going to give you the freedom of being off on Sundays. <laughs> it's going to give you the freedom of not having to do certain things. Uh, you know, 
you, you can set your own schedule. I don't see that stripping is such a bad job to have as a pastor. And still do both. Why can you not do both? All right. Let, let's, let's have a conversation. Why can you not do both? So Why we've can't already you said strip? you can't really pastor from jail. Okay. You, it, well, it, it's No. It's hard. You can preach from jail. You can preach from jail. Yeah, you can't pastor you from can't jail. Pastor. There you because go. Because it's, it's, that, that you lose that connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you spread the word <laughs> while spreading your legs on stage? I don't see why you can't. Um, you can't because, and I say can't in quote, you can't because people won't hear it. No, no, no. But if you have the right congregation, they will hear it. So you base the whole congregation? No, 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 no. When I say if you have the right congregation, there are, since we're talking pastors, there's a pastor in this city who, for lack of a better word, is a whore. A pastor that's a whore, okay. Somebody said their husband was mad at you? Yeah, yeah, uh, Shamel, my oh, homegirl. Uh, <laughs> Breaking up families one at a time. <laughs> no, dude, I had, look, okay. One so at no, a time. Let me explain. I hadn't seen Shamel in years, right? In years. I hadn't seen her in years. Uh-huh. And we were out... And I was like, oh, shit, Shamel. So I ran up and hugged her, but I gave her. You gave her that hug. Boy. I gave her the I ain't seen you in years you hug. her soul. <laughs> in that moment, y'all souls were tied. <laughs> um, but back to the pastor situation. No, 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 no. Stay right there. No, no. Like, it was. Did her husband get the eyeball? I didn't even pay no attention. catch it. I didn't, I didn't pay no attention. Did she stop and introduce y'all? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And in that moment, did he. But no, but. Okay, so me and Shamel's history she's like little sister you know what i'm saying she's like little sis like like it ain't like yeah yeah it, it ain't that it's like yeah yeah but so, i'm saying did you didn't feel the vibe um when he dapped you up you didn't feel the vibe no dude i'd be, so be so oblivious you was oblivious so oblivious yeah i'd be so oblivious like yo oh okay yeah so said who that light skin guy <laughs> This is not gonna be. Oh, hold on. This is not. This is not. This is not gonna be a Paul making significant others mad conversation because it's happened far too often. <laughs> but like far, you two far too often. Two pastoral experts are really out of your element. I'm gonna say, Jim, I, we're not. I'm gonna say, Jim, we're not out of our. We're element. just. We're speaking around things. If we really was to get into it, you might not find two more knowledgeable people <laughs> on the topic. <laughs> One of us is ordained. <laughs> Yeah. No, Which but, one? Shit. <laughs> yeah. Be clear. No, but I think that, okay, on the cusp of the idea, can a pastor have a second job? Yes. Yes. Can a pastor preach to their flock devoid of what their second job is? Yes. So is that you just have to be able to break it down and view it as that's just a second job? That's just a second job. That's literally just her second job. Now, if... If you, as a um, member of that congregation, say, I don't like that my pastor does this. Then that's not the church for you? Then that's not the church for you. Or the pastor or whatever right. for you, yeah. So you find a different church. But if you can say, you know what, I understand that my pastor only does this as a job. Like, she's not prostituting. She's not 
she's not, not a sex. Is she a sex? That's still considered the sex. That's still considered sex work. Okay, but she's not selling herself because there's some immor- immorality. Well, if if you sense immorality in that, there's immorality in that, right? But if all she's doing is dancing, what's what's the difference between your pastor being a ballerina and? <laughs> You reach. Is that a reach? Is that a reach? Okay. What's the difference between your pastor being a choreographer for hip hop videos? Okay. I guess. Or or a choreographer for music videos, or just a choreographer. Your pastor's a choreographer, and she's a good choreographer. But in her being a choreographer, choreography pays her money. Uh-huh. It pays her bills. Uh-huh. But pastoring is what her soul does. Or what she does for the people. <laughs> I'm still laughing. I was a stretch like a Hey, man, when they say they dance, I be like, you mean like ballet and shit? <laughs> dance like how? Yeah. Um, so what you do? Oh, I dance like ballet? <laughs> I guess when you put it that I, I my first thought was, no, no way. But when you put it that way, there really are pastors and churches and ministries who are really doing out-of-the-box, radical, unheard-of stuff. So if this is just another step in that, like I said, there's a there's a church for everybody. There's a ministry for every and, sensibility. And what if part of what if part of her ministry is getting girls maybe not out of the life of stripping, but out of the life of the things that we believe come along with, with stripping. Because strip, yeah. we believe that if you strip... Drug homeboy, addiction, alcoholism. I had a homeboy who once told me if she'll get naked for money, she'll fuck for money. And I was like, that is not factual. But that's but I see how you think that but, way. But people believe that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I only know this because I dated a few strippers um, <laughs> in my life. Uh, Never dated a stripper. And I couldn't pay yeah. them enough um, if I wanted to. Like they, they, that wasn't. They, oh, oh, yeah, okay. They, I, I could. You know, they would just. Yeah. Um. You never date a stripper. We've talked about this. Nah. Huh. Nah. I, I. I. I don't know why. I just. Yeah. I had. Oh, Ed told me to tell you what's up. I talked to Ed today. Um. I had this conversation earlier with Ed. I used to go to strip clubs because I like strip clubs, but also. With no money. Like, I'd go to strip clubs with, like, $50. Okay. It's, you know, That's 20 to get in. Right. Sometimes. And and the other money was for soda, because soda was pricey as hell um, in a strip club. taxes for the soda? Man, they, $5 for a soda? Dude, I once paid $10 for a bottle of Voss water this big. Wow. In a strip club. Um, But what I'm getting at, though, is I used to... It takes... A whole lot of game to pull a stripper with, with no up. money. <laughs> with no. To pull it with no money. Like I'm in there not tipping. I'm just in there. Puller. Like you done pulled her out the club. Like you done convinced her to have better to have more conversation with yeah, you. Yeah. Outside. Outside the club. You done convinced her to get you done convinced her to give you her phone number. Oh, and yeah. y'all talk away from here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at you. I'm handsome and charismatic. <laughs> you. What don't you understand? 
I am handsome and charismatic. How are we not understanding this? And delusional. And delusional. We gonna learn. Yeah. We gonna learn. Shit, I'm I be in these streets. Hey, check it out. Uh, oh, it's time to go. We're losing light. We appreciate y'all, man. We was just doing this. We've never done a show on ML King Day. We were just doing this. We are still going to uh, record the rest of the pod, so make sure you jump over. Check out Horribly Good Guys on any and every platform where you get podcasts. We're going to end this portion of the podcast here. Yeah. More bullshit on the other side. <laughs> More bullshit on the other side. Of course, if anybody want to come through and jump on the show, you know where I live. Does anybody know where you live? Nobody knows where I live. (laughs) We out. We out. Wait. 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 The next part of the show is live action from my porch. While we were recording, uh, my neighborhood booster just happened to walk up on the porch. And so what you're going to hear is, yeah, some hood shit. Oh, you you got all the stuff. You just showed up. You just showed up with everything today. Keep them socks, cause I can't do nothing with them at all. No, no, keep the socks. Oh, I need some some dish soap. I'm saying, I should, below soap. but I'm oh, cause I got I need that for. Here's what I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Cause I'm, I ain't got a whole lot on me right now, but uh, I'm gonna give you this five, and I'm gonna uh, let me keep one of them fabulosos. Mhm. Okay. Take that right there. Ah, there you go. Come on, baby, get this. <laughs> let me get my money together. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want. Take all that for me. I just want these right here. Five more. All right, I'll give you five more. Hey, we look. That's all I can do for you. But like, wait, what's that suave real quick? That suave is that suave me? Is that men's? Yeah. Oh shit! There you go. You know what though? No, I can't. Cause I I know that should make me itch. Yeah, oh yeah, I can't use the suave. My tender skin. If you need some, holler back at us. You get something else. Okay, I will. I know, I know. Horribly Good Guys is brought to you by Black America Clothing Company and recorded live in partnership with Angie K Books located at 155 South WW White Road. And now back to Horribly Good Guys. Oh, man. Yes. We are back. <laughs> Shout out to the East for, for being the East. We are back. Um, shout out to uh, Angie K. Books, um, K. Collins Cigars, Goosehead Insurance. And Anthony Chambers, Anthony Goosehead Chambers, Goosehead You got to separate insurance. Goosehead Insurance these days. Oh, okay. Goosehead got in a little bit of trouble doing the uh, raids and riots and siege. Uh, what raids and riots and seas? At on the Capitol. Oh, somebody was down there. Their uh, chief 
um, attorney for Goosehead Insurance, I think his name was Paul Davis, Word. was at, he ran up in the Capitol. He was in there. Yeah. They fired, look, that happened on the 6th, he got fired on the 7th. Oh, they, damn. Yeah. Was he one of the people that told on himself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. He, he was in there on the 6th, he got fired on the 7th. Goosehead was like, we ain't playing with y'all. So when we talk Goosehead, we talking Anthony Chambers, Anthony Goosehead Chambers, Insurance. Goosehead Insurance. And shout out to Anthony. Anthony's in uh, Dallas right now. He's growing. His firm is growing. So shout out to Anthony Chambers. Shout out to y'all for supporting Anthony Chambers, man. Um, Anthony Chambers, Goosehead. Or, yeah, you can. If you look up Anthony Chambers, Goosehead, you'll find him. He does life and auto and all of that. So hit him up. But he's now. He's, uh, he's growing. He's growing. Yeah, he's uh, about to hire another agent. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, last week. Not life, home, home, home. I don't want to be. Or I don't remember if it was last week. After the, I think it was last week. After the riots in uh, at the Capitol, the terrorist attack. The the domestic terrorist attack at the Capitol. We asked the question. One of us asked the question. I think you did. Is this? Do we put this on Trump? Can we? Can we blame Trump for this? Right. At the time, I think I said yes. Face and I said no. You and Face said no. Given all that we've learned since then, for example, all of the uh, what's the little internet group thing? The other, the other little message board or whatever that, that Parlor. Parlor. Okay. All of the information that they found on Parlor. That this was known, this was planned, they do they have been talking about doing this. All those sort of things that have come out since then, do you still say this isn't on Trump? Yes, I still say it, but only based based on what you just said, yes, but only because Trump doesn't move like the FBI knew everybody knew no, no, about no. this. Right. But we also know that Trump doesn't listen to like it's been stated, he does not um, listen to his security briefings. He wasn't. So you you telling me that you believe Trump doesn't get the information? I believe that. You, I'm telling you that I believe that Trump doesn't. Um. Uh. Is the information handed to him? Yes. Okay. Yes. Does he read it? Okay. No. Hmm. So if if a security briefing has to be verbally told to him, possibly. possibly. But is he paying attention? Yeah. Probably not. I legit, dude. There have been situations that have happened when I'm like, yo, he didn't know. I truly don't think he knew who the Proud Boys were because I know a lot of people who didn't know who the Proud Boys were. I truly don't think that he was. Um. I think we give him too much credit. In what way? Go ahead. In in the idea that that the that that he knows what he's doing. I think that oh that we, that we sell the idea oh he knew he, he knew what he was doing. I honestly don't think that he ever because he's so narcissistic. I honestly think he's only operating from a level of selfishness. Not thinking of the repercussions, not thinking of the, um, not even considering the long-term ramifications. Mm -hmm. He's solely thinking of self. 
So if he's solely thinking of self, when he's saying shit like they stole these votes, they stole this election, mm -hmm. he's not considering that Republicans were elected in these same cities where the election mm -hmm. was stolen. He's not considering the same votes that you're saying right. are fraudulent. If, if these votes are, if the votes are fraudulent, then the Republican votes. And everything is up. Are fraudulent. For questionable. Right. To be questioned. Right. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't think that he's ever moved in a way that he was thinking um, about any of the ramifications. I think he's moving from a place of me, 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 me. Right. Trump is, in my opinion, I'm not a doctor, not a clinical psychologist, psychiatrist, or whatever the difference is, but Trump is very much your textbook narcissist, narcissist yeah. where everything he does is about him and how can I relate this to me? So I don't think he thinks things through. Okay. So was this, could this have been planned beforehand? Yes. Should he have known about it? Yes. But even then, if I know about it, these people are coming because they love me. So why, why would I stop these people who love me from having, from having a me rally? Well, Mr. President, some of them are talking about being violent. Yeah, but they're not going to be violent. They love me. Hmm. Yeah, Mr. President, but there's, you know, intelligence that, that they right. may get aggressive. Yeah, but they won't get aggressive. They love me. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm handsome and charismatic, <laughs> but Trump is delusional. That is definitely the name <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> Trump would say he's handsome and charismatic as well. Um, He might. Yeah. Yeah. Textbook narcissist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he might. Yeah, I, I. When we talked about it last, I was. I said yes. I believe he knew, or he yeah that he should have known, or that the blame was on him. I think that was the way I phrased that. Yes, right. he he incited it. Mm -hmm. Knowing what I know now, absolutely. From in my perspective. He incited it, like, but like you said, there there is that that element of um, what is it, purposeful ignorance, right? And it's, I think some of it is purp. It's it's you know what it is purposeful ignorance. It's if I'm if I stay blind to it, then I'm blind to it, right? And I think it's that. It's like, nah, I'm, uh, this don't... I keep uh, a level of separation. Right, this don't apply wall. to me. Yeah. Because I'm handsome and charismatic. <laughs> like, that, that, you know see what I'm saying? Or like, <laughs> like you, you start holding that above people's heads like, nah, this isn't me. My people aren't going to run up in no building. My people aren't that... Even if the quote-unquote intelligence says otherwise, you still can take the stance of, nah, these are my people. They don't do that. They won't do that. Um, hey, Charles dog. Barkley. Hey, hey, dog, you need a jacket? No, nah, I'm good. Okay. I, I, I know how you you, you get nah. cold quick. Yeah, it feel, feel good. <laughs> okay. Good, nice little breeze out here. Man, I love Charles Barkley for who he is. But he be saying 
some of the stupidest shit. And I wonder if you feel the same way. Yes. So I wonder if this falls under that. He says that since athletes make more money. Facts. Pay more taxes. Possibly. That they deserve preferential preferential treatment when it comes to the vaccine. That they should be first in line when it comes to receiving the vaccine. I don't know, first in line, but after, I think after the uh, health workers and stuff like that, that they should be next up to get vaccinated. Is this Moe Barkley stupidity or um, is he on to something here? I'm not, I'm not going to put it in the box of stupidity. I'm going to put it in the box of white people in. It, it's elitist. It's elitist. It's it's the idea that because we make more... Classism. It's classism, yeah. We, because we make more, we deserve more. Now, the way he phrased it was we pay more in taxes. I think what, what I gathered from what he was trying to say was if you lose your high-tax payers... Yeah. Then that affects the government, right? Right. If you if your high taxpayers can't work, then that affects the government. But I don't know that just because you make more money, I don't know that you pay more in taxes. Because Donald Trump makes more money than most Americans and he paid $750 one yeah. year in taxes. Yeah. Like you're so, able to hire more people that can find all the loopholes for you. Right, you can hide more money. Yeah. Um, Offshore accounts, whatever. No, dude, uh, I've I've learned this quote unquote. And I'm using air quotes because I don't, I didn't learn it. But the the trick that I heard is you start an LLC, not an LLC. You start a a five hundred one c three five hundred one. Yeah, yeah. You start a five hundred one c three nonprofit. Yeah. So you start a nonprofit, and then you funnel a majority of your income into the nonprofit. And then the nonprofit pays you. Okay. Now, because, or, or, or book, back it up. You funnel a majority of your income into the nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Then the nonprofit takes care of your certain living expenses. Right. All of that becomes a tax write off because you just gave the nonprofit a million dollars. Yeah. You just, and you never got paid, so there's no tax to right. claim off of pay. And, and, and they never there's paid no payroll you. tax. The, the nonprofit bought a house. Yeah, everything's under the nonprofit. And so at that point, like it, it becomes a cycle of, yeah, you donated a million dollars because you had it, but then that becomes a tax write-off. And then the nonprofit starts doing things like providing cell phones for you and your family. Because you're the CEO of the nonprofit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it, there are little loopholes, and, and I'm speaking very rough here because I don't know exactly mm-hmm. how it goes. Mm-hmm. But hearing things like that, I'm like, when Charles Barkley said the shit, my I immediately went, "This is this is what classism looks like." Because rich people think because I'm rich, I deserve right, and 
Barkley may not have been rich his whole life, but he's been an athlete his whole he's, life. He's been, and so he's been privileged. And receiving preferential treatment. And receiving preferential treatment yeah. his whole life. Yep. From from the moment that they was like, oh, this little black oh, boy can play basketball. Boy play ball. <laughs> from that moment forward, yeah. he has had a privileged life. Yeah. So he doesn't know what it is for <laughs> yeah. the, the lady on my block to come and sell, try to sell $20 worth of home goods. Home, home goods. <laughs> home goods. <laughs> Like how Yeah. Home goods. She was trying to sell them home goods. Yeah, this is this is more Barkley ignorance and You're not seeing it. You're not seeing it. You're not watching. You're not watching. No, I can't see anything. Okay. I heard there's a dog at the end of the driveway. Okay. There's a cat. That, can you see that cat with his back up? No. That cat is in in defense position. Oh, it's about to go down. Yeah, yeah. That cat. That cat I is. I can't like, see shit. Oh yeah, that cat is in defense position right now. Uh, for okay, those, I see the dog. For those of y'all who don't know, we are still recording outside <laughs> my house, and there is a dog and a cat in a Mexican standoff. Is that racist? <laughs> is Mexican standoff racist? Because there is a dog and a cat in a Mexican standoff right now. What's the difference between a Mexican standoff and a regular standoff? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let me Google Mexican standoff while I watch. If me and you just have a standoff. Two, two niggas. Is it still a Mexican standoff? I believe that it is a Mexican standoff if neither of us are Mexican. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so curious. Oh, please look this up. What is a Mexican standoff? Speaking of, I think I want Mitiatas tonight. Do you need to have weapons in order to make it a Mexican standoff? Do, do, do there need to be trumpeters or, or some mariachi band close by to make it a Mexican standoff? All right. A Mexican standoff. They, they still over there. They still over there. A Mexican standoff is a confrontation in which no strategy exists that allow either party to achieve victory. Any party initiating aggression may trigger their own demise at it is same great time to see kids outside just playing yeah. in the street at same time up. the parties are unable to um eradicate themselves from the situation without suffering a loss so there is no win there is, so a mexican standoff means there can be no winner if i we just gridlock yeah if i run up on you and no strategy well, nope. it says a competition in which no strategy exists yeah. that allows any party to achieve victory. Any party initiating aggression might trigger their own demise. At the same time, the parties are unable to eradicate themselves <laughs> from the situation without <laughs> suffering a loss. So you can't attack, but you can't withdraw without losing. So is it still a Mexican standoff if we just agree to disagree and go home? Hey, man, look, we ain't going to see eye to eye. Let's just go home. Is it still or does it? Do we actually have to come to a clash? No, no, because if we come to a clash, then we may both lose. So the standoff is just the standoff. It, just it, it's, it's the standoff. What we're going to do here. Yeah, it, it's, 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 you know what a Mexican standoff would be? Black cop. Okay. White criminal. About to go into fisticuffs. About to fight. About, about to actually have a fight. Yeah. Black cop knows he can't win in the situation. He can't win the situation. 
but he also can't leave. I can't just let and, him walk. And let the criminal go. <laughs> criminal knows he can't win the situation. He can't win. No. See, I don't, yeah, I don't agree with that. The criminal, criminal number one, he's white. No, but 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 if 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 he and, and he's not held no, to no. the same standard. If, they if, have different standards. No, no, They're no. not a Mexican standoff. Here's why I say different. The criminal cannot aggressively attack the cop. Why? Because that's a federal offense for fighting a police officer, black, white, or green. You're a criminal. You ain't no, ain't no standards. Ain't no. Once again, you're putting too much nuance to this. Okay. Criminal cannot aggressively attack the cop and win. Okay. He, if he attacks the cop, he's going to lose. He'll go to jail for longer okay. time. But and, also. And, okay, yeah. And even drug dealers, hey, man, yeah. you don't shoot. You're making it hot. Yeah. Also, criminal can't just walk away. Because he's already too invested in the crime, right? Whatever the crime is. So, okay. Mexican standoff. <coughs> in this situation, the dog left. <laughs> dog back down. Yeah, dog back down. I think the kids get... No. No, no, no. Dog is still there. Cat. Yeah, still see dog. Yeah, the cat, the cat is cat's like... still right there. Yeah, the, the, yeah, cat's, the cat's walking off. The cat's like, you's a bitch. You ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> you ain't gonna do nothing. I ain't got time to be sitting there staying with you all night. You said earlier... uh, about this said dog, it has to be a poor existence to nobody being scared of you. Yeah, and now the cat ain't even the scared cat. Of you. Yeah, I, I will. I will literally turn my back on you. Yeah, with, with no fear. Yeah, as, as sad as this would be a, a dog that nobody's afraid of. That's like that's imp, that's partial to being a dog. You got to bark and you know make people jump and shit. Right. Yeah. You 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 just free to roam the street and ain't nobody worried. Yeah, it's time to find a new job. <laughs> Do something. Be a house dog. You know whose dog that is? Oh, girl. No. No. Oh, girl. You oh, girl just came by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I pointed right there. Oh, no, she lived two houses over that way. Oh, I thought she stayed right there. No, no, okay. no. No, no, no. So my booster has a dog. <laughs> Your booster has a dog. <laughs> yeah, dog need to be a house dog. Um, Yeah, what was I finna say? I don't know. <laughs> We ain't got no HGG, no dear HGG this week. We do, we don't. But this, we weren't, we were not supposed to pod this week. So this is a uh, pod that didn't happen. All right, dear HGG, my girl is tripping. <laughs> Shit. Who? <laughs> 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 My girl be tripping. Oh shit! Wait, Help. No, no. Is, wait, hold on, hold on. Is that what the letter says? That's what the, the letter, letter says. says. Dear HGG, my girl be tripping. My girl be tripping. Okay, Help. let's <laughs> let's talk about it. We will beat all this shit out if we need to. Okay. Uh, no. That's that's all. That's all the letter said. My girl be tripping. Okay. He they didn't give no nuance on. I don't even know if it was from a girl. It might have been from a girl. A girl dating a girl? Yeah. Okay. A girl be tripping. Um, If your girl be tripping, <laughs> then sometimes, you know what, if, if that's the case, sometimes you have to have, you have to just sit down with your girl. Right. And have a conversation. Sober. So everybody's sober. Right. And everybody knows the conversation is coming. Um. Everybody knows that. Look, let let's let's. Ooh, that wind starting. Tomorrow up night. Never. Tomorrow night. Let's do dinner. I want to talk. Hmm. And when they say about what, you say, that I want to talk. Never. <clears throat> at least for me. Uh huh. If my girls say, "Hey, tomorrow I want to talk." Yes. I'm gonna talk right now. No. Okay. I don't do what you do well with that. I, I, 
here's why I changed my thought process on that, right? Okay. Because I think it's unfair to say <clears throat> it's unfair if I've been stewing on a thing for weeks. Right. And then I come to you and be like, hey, we need to talk. And you say, what you want to talk about? And then I start dumping on you like, dude, you do this, this, and this. This, this, and this been pissing me off. This, right. this, and this. You, The only thing you can do is get on the on the defensive. Yeah, because you're prepared. I'm not. But, right, because I'm prepared and you're not. But so, if I'm the person that says, no, I, let's just talk right now. Even then, uh-huh. you're going to get on the defensive because you're not prepared for what we're going to talk about. Okay. I've been stewing on this for however long, and you're not in a position to talk about it. So if I say, hey, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. And you say, See, well, let's talk now. No, no, no. This is what I want to address. Okay. Let's talk tomorrow. So, so that it, it presents both parties with the opportunity right. to so then you can say, think it over, get their No, no, no. I want to talk now. Together. I'm going to still stand on the, no, let's not talk now. Hmm. Let's talk tomorrow. But I'm very, it, it took me a while to get to this place, but I'm very adamant of that. Then let's talk tomorrow. Give me, I'm going to give you time to think about this situation so we can talk about this situation tomorrow because if i jump on you today about this situation because i've been thinking about it all you have is defensive yeah all you, you have is that defensive. that we need to talk text in the middle of the day yes that's the worst shit in the world it used to be but it's it's it, not for you now it's not for me anymore man because you, but here's here's why i changed my mindset like um if I don't know what we're talking about, I'm not arguing with you on what we're talking about. Right. But I'm just saying in that moment, your mind goes to me. Oh, shit. What the fuck? What, da, 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 da. You running right. through your whole right. last and, week of shit. And, and, and I'll tell a woman. It's disrespectful on your part to ruin my day. Exactly. By telling me yeah. that we need to talk, but not telling me what we need to talk about and not giving me time to discuss it. Or to, or to to process it, mm-hmm. you, like you're being selfish mm-hmm. in 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 this in this space. You're being selfish. So if we need to talk, hey, let's talk about this. But let's talk about it tomorrow. Giving you time to view whatever whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. Giving you mm-hmm. time to look. Um, hey, I went through your phone. I found some shit. <laughs> um, I'm angry. Let's talk tomorrow. Because you know what? Gr- and, and I'm just using this as an example. Girl goes to your phone and she finds some shit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of conversations that can come out of that, right? Right. Um, but at the end of the day, I know you said you don't like uh, Insecure. Uh, one of the things that I like about Insecure, the TV show, mm-hmm. um, is they were having real healthy what are we doing conversations who uh isa and Duke? just just uh, throughout the show or whatever yeah, dynamic, th- whatever th- different group. couples were having okay. real healthy what are we doing conversations and then in those conversations deciding that what it is we're doing doesn't serve us mm. and to me those lead to amicable breakups right or amicable conversations where right. we where you realize okay maybe this situation doesn't serve us anymore like you're not a bad person i'm not a bad person but this situation just doesn't serve us anymore so 
when I get the dear HGG, my girl is tripping, my response is maybe you need to sit down and have a conversation with your girl, but have the conversation where both of y'all can be where it's not a Mexican standoff, where both of y'all can be honest <laughs> and and discuss whatever the situ- whatever the issue is. And in doing so, only stick to the topic. Only talk about the thing we're going to talk about. If, if, if whoever wrote the letter, if your girl is mad um, or if you're mad that your girl doesn't clean up the house and you want to have a conversation about her cleanliness throughout the house, mm-hmm. then let that be the conversation. If the conversation turns into, yeah, veers off and well, shit. your ass don't go to work. Well, then we can have that conversation or your ass, um, your ass be texting trippers, Paul. Then we'll talk about that tomorrow. Then, then let's have that conversation at the time. This conversation that I planned is about your uncleanliness. The fact that I don't know how you, as a woman, then pissed on the toilet seat. Like, <laughs> how you make get that make sense? <laughs> how you get pee on the toilet seat? Goddamn it! Um, no, let's go in the bathroom right now. Let me show me what you be doing. Let me let me see. How is it? What you still looking for the Mexican standoff? Uh, yeah, the dog. The, the dog ran up. I don't see the cat. The dog ran up. The cat's probably over there somewhere. But oh, yeah, dog run up. Okay, but but the dog got his tail up. So like he. Uh oh, we got yeah. action. But they behind the car. I need her to move her car. <laughs> oh, ring on no. Excuse me. Can you move your car? <laughs> we watch this Mexican standoff right now. Yeah, dude, you you know a lot about you. You're pretty good in this relationship space. How come? Why you ain't? <laughs> I'm just talking. Why you ain't in a relationship? You. That's like you asking. <laughs> that's like asking Jeff Van Gundy why he don't play basketball. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those who can't. Yeah, some those who can't teach. <laughs> those who can't teach. <laughs> like asking Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah. Why he don't play? That's a good analogy. Yeah, ain't nobody ever asked Stan Van Gundy why? Hey, Stan, why don't you still play? Uh, because I can't, but I can give you the tools to help you be successful, win a championship. Okay, all right. Oh uh, shit, that's all I got. And man. a lot, you know what, though, dude. For me, a lot of the reason why I I I have avoided relationships um, is because it took me a minute to start really assessing me. Right, I had mm-hmm. to. Like, dude, I tell people, I have no problem telling people this. The very first thing I said to my therapist, my last therapist, um, actually my current therapist, because she's still my therapist. The very first thing I said to my therapist um, when I started seeing her, she was like, well, when we, when we started getting open, she was like, well, you know, why are you here? And I said, I have trouble in relationships. And that's how we started therapy. Hmm. And just open ended. It it was really me trying to better understand me so that when I do get a relationship, I can know the things that trigger me to not be me anymore, right? Because when I'm in a relationship, I'm all about my gal. Like I'm legit all about my gal. Like um I told a friend of mine today. Because we were talking about how do you deal with if she was asking me if if I had a girlfriend, 
Let's say my girlfriend is this moonshine bottle. So my girlfriend is Sweet Tea. Sweet Tea is my girlfriend, and she doesn't like someone who is a friend of mine, another female friend of mine. If mm-hmm. my girlfriend mm-hmm. doesn't like a female friend of mine, <clears throat> what do I do? And I said, if this other girl is truly my friend, then I tell my friend, hey, you're my friend. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. But I need to put some effort into this right now. Really? Yes. Yes. Because if you're truly my friend, hmm. if you're my friend, then you want to see me succeed. You want to see me do well. You want to see me be happy as my friend. So if you're my friend, then you're okay with me saying, hey, I love you, but I need to put some effort into this right now. I guess need to clarify what that statement what does that look like when you say I need to put what does that mean for the friend relationship? What are you saying to her in saying that mean you need to do what? Meaning that I might not talk to you for a while. Hmm. I'm, I might not. I might not communicate with you for a while because I need to shore this up because this is where I want to be in my companionship. Hmm. And if you're my friend, oh, if you're my friend, that's what you think of your girlfriend. Yeah, I just knock my <laughs> just knock sweet tea ass and slap sweet tea around. But if you if you're my friend, then I would hope that you would respect and honor that as my friend. Right. I'm gonna tell you now, dude. Uh, like, you got a gal? Are we public with that? Oh, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm fucking around. You got a gal? If your gal honestly said for whatever reason. Let's give a just cause. Let's say your gal had just cause mm-hmm. to not like me. Okay. Your gal was like, fuck Paul. I don't want him coming around the house. I don't really like you hanging out with him because that nigga be on some shady shit. Mm-hmm. Like whatever her reasoning is. If your gal said that to you. <laughs> shit your gal would say to you about me. Yeah, shit my gal would say to me about you. But if <laughs> if you had a, if, no, if your gal came and, and said that to you. We're tied together in business, so it creates a slight problem. Right. But outside of that, outside of the business, we just we just homies. If you came to me and said, dude, my gal really don't, you know, my gal don't really rock with you no more. The shit you did, she felt was foul. Like, I can apologize to your gal. I can try to make things right. But if right. she's on some old, no, fuck Paul from now until forever. Because I... Cause I smashed a mama or some shit like I that. I would say it depends on what the but no, offense but it, it, is. No, even dis, dis, despite the offense, hmm. despite the offense, at some point you, if to me it's not even choosing sides. To to some point it is the idea that this is the woman that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And if if that's the case, then but, but see that becomes a difficult space. You have to decide is that the case no, no, is no. this the woman I'm, I'm spending you know the rest of my life I don't with? even think it- because I look at it this way I'm going to um, put my friendship that has been that is firm that is is sure that has gotten me through some tough times this person this friendship this relationship has gotten me through I'm going to Put that on hold and possibly jeopardize it for a if? No, no, no. See, and I don't, I don't, if, if we're true friends, 
then my friend understands that. And if I go away for two months, two years, you know, two decades, because we're friends, that doesn't mean we jump back in the friend. We don't jump back into the place that we left off. Right. But if yeah. we're friends, if that situation falls apart, mm-hmm. if me and my girl fall apart, me and my Hear me out. Mm-hmm. I'm talking true friendship. Right, right, right. My, Just, yeah, platonic yeah. friendship, yeah. My friend still understands and says, you know what? Come on home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, in that, maybe my friend's life is different. Maybe my friend is doing a different thing. Yeah. And maybe my female friend mm-hmm. has now gotten married and she's... Yeah. Even if that's the case, at some point, we were going to have to... We, we were probably going to... Grow apart. Grow apart anyway. Some because, way, yeah. yeah, because... She also has to pour into her situation. Right. So if my girl definitively doesn't like my female friend. Now, and, and there are a couple of things in that. I, I would want to know why. My why? Girl. Yeah. The, yeah why, I know why. the why matters. But the why only matters a little bit. The why only matters if it's something that can be fixed. The why only matters if it's fixable. Mm-hmm. If my girl does, doesn't like my female friend because... They got into a fight in high school. In high school, but it was a big brawl. It was it was like an all out fight, and yeah, she's yeah, been yeah. fuck her since then. Yeah, and now we're in the space where she's now my girl, but she don't like my female friend, and she fought in high school. I could say, man, that's some high school shit. But if my girl's like, no, 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 that bitch stabbed me. <laughs> okay, I'm not getting. I'm not going to ask her to get over a stabbing. Right. <laughs> Facts. Now, I could tell my friend, you know, is this something that you could try to make amends for? Right. But my friend might be like, I stabbed I, that bitch because she pulled a knife on me. I stabbed her again. Right. At that point, then I, even even if this is my, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not, because I'm not talking about you in yeah, your situation. Just, yeah, but, but, but I'm talking about you in this situation when I say this. Okay. Like, you and... Um. Uh, Tanae. Uh-huh. Tanae is your friend. Right. Right. But if Tanae and your girl were beefing as your friend, Tanae should understand Nate wants to work on his situation. Nate wants to pour into his situation. And if that shit lasts two hours as his friend, I'm going to still be his friend when he comes back. True. Fuck that bitch, right? Like, I'm, but I'm still gonna be his friend True. when he comes back. And if she's a friend like I am, when you come back, I'm gonna be like, I told you that bitch what shit. <laughs> but I'm still gonna be yeah, your I'm friend. Still here, I'm still here for right? You. I'm still gonna be your friend. I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna let you come by the house and cry and get drunk. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. because that's at, from a relationship relationship standpoint, if my goal is to grow my relationship. And even if it's not, even if it's not forever, it's for the moment. And this is where I want to pour in the moment. So that brings a question. So do women, do women have it right then? <clears throat> Excuse me. When they, because we've seen this a hundred times. Woman has a group of girlfriends, hang out regularly, do their thing. Woman gets with dude. And all of a sudden, totally stops hanging out with girlfriends. 
always want to be under dude. No. That was, I don't think that's right either. I'm going to say, do, is that, do they have that right? No, but we're, talk, we're talking two different things here, though. We're talking. If there's an issue. That's what if there's an about. issue. Okay. But if a woman just stops being herself to now, she stops being who she was. Because we see that all the time. We see that a lot. She stops being who she was because she now wants to be up under some dude. She will soon learn that she is losing who she is. But that's different than okay. her being bothered by or upset with um, or, or, or her separating herself from her, her friends. Because even, even then, though, like it, what, what I'm saying, that's different than her being upset with somebody and, and, shifting, and shifting the scenario, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, if a woman is hanging out with a group of women and she stops hanging out with them because she's trying to focus she on her relationship— the question becomes who is she really like i know women who are who want to be housewives who want to be married who want to be that that, that's all they want to be right right right. and those women tend to um get into relationships and then attach themselves to the dude right but when they were out hanging out with a bunch of girls that wasn't who they were anyway. That wasn't who they wanted to be. So they got an identity crisis. They definitely have an identity crisis. But they, they're hanging out with this group of girls because they don't have a dude yet. Mm-hmm. Now, if she's lucky, the dude that she gets with wants a housewife. He wants a woman who wants to be up under him. That becomes, they have compatible love languages. Mm-hmm. But if she's not lucky, she gets me. And I don't even want your ass to know where I live. Well, I, I would think that would come with her being your girl. I'm going to tell you this. I've been dead ass. You ever had a girl that don't know where you live? No, I've okay. never had a girlfriend that didn't know where I live. But I'm going to say, I don't know that I would be opposed to having a girlfriend who didn't know where I lived. with that word i don't know that it won't work so that's yeah but i don't dude i don't anything if my would you be okay with not knowing where your girl lived well see then, then it's problematic she don't know where i live i don't know where she live where we hanging out at yeah momos i guess hey. <laughs> um so if if a girl here, okay here, here's here's the, uh-huh. would i be okay with it depends on why she doesn't know where i live and why i don't know where she lives like Maybe she stayed with her mama and her brother, her niece and nephew, her grandma. Like, maybe that's that's her situation, right? Mm-hmm. So we can't kick it at her house. Um, Not that you can't kick it at her house, that she don't even know where she lives. Oh, well, no, no, no. If I don't, if, yeah, no. If if I don't know where she lives, then, yeah, that, that creates a. What if it's because she had, uh, she had a stalker previously? And she, it's gonna take her a while to get comfortable with you knowing where she lives. Then that's understandable. Yes, you understand that. I understand that, but we have to get through that before she becomes my girlfriend, right? Oh, okay. Right before she becomes, so we my, can't even get to that. Okay. Yeah, before before she becomes my girlfriend, we got to get through the through the issues because those we are all issues. over the place. We yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Dude, damn dear HGG, my girl is tripping. <laughs> Took us down all these roads. Yeah, but but that's. That that even that though, like uh if my girl 
if ultimately, and this is the thing that I learned out. This is the biggest thing I learned out of therapy. The biggest thing, as your therapist, I be your therapist sometimes too. But like, goddamn, Man. the biggest thing I learned out of therapy is honest communication changes every situation. Yeah. Now, honest communication. Yeah. And the thing about honest communication, and is it may it, change it in a way you don't want. It may, it may, but but being honest with yourself, yeah. being honest with your girl, and being honest in the moment. Now, you have to recognize that being honest in the moment may change. The way I feel right now may not be the way I feel tomorrow. Right. But in this, in this moment, moment, yeah. In this moment, I don't want to talk to you. In this moment, in this moment. I want to sit somewhere and be quiet. Yes. I want to sit somewhere and not mm-hmm. and, and not have mm-hmm. my silence broken. Mm. Do I say this on yeah. My my last my last relationship situation. Paul getting deep, yeah. Um I had to learn I had to learn what it was to sit still and be quiet mm-hmm. because at the time I was <clears throat> we had a radio show mm-hmm. I was hosting or running blah um, I was even before that like I was hosting other po- like I was you was doing a lot I you was, was always on stage mm-hmm. and whenever she and I would have quality time I was still in go mode and it took me a moment to understand that some of our best moments were just sitting still doing nothing Hmm. absolutely nothing and when we were still together she said to me one day she was like you don't always have to break the silence You'll be sitting around your gal, y'all just quiet as fuck, and then she goes, what you thinking about? Man. And honestly, <clears throat> you're thinking about absolutely nothing and, and everything, everything at uh, the same oh, time. Oh, yes. You're thinking There's about- There's nothing I can pinpoint right. to say your, your brain is just about. Your brain is just pinging thought, yeah. thought, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and none of those thoughts are even pertinent to anything, yeah. but when she asks- And they're not complete thoughts. Right, and when she asks, now you're just trying to find a thought. Yeah. You're trying to, you're trying to figure out. Oh shit! What was I thinking about? Shit, that's the best question she could ask, though. Other, <laughs> other questions. So what about this? Yeah, yeah. It'd be them other yeah. questions. But so who is? But what, what I've, what I've learned is what I learned in that situation was sometimes you just have to allow the silence to be silence. And when I lived in the apartment, um. My balcony became a place of solitude. Yeah. And I made it very clear that not everybody was allowed on my balcony. Word. So, broads would come to my house mm-hmm. and be like, oh, is this where you be sitting? And I mean, I'd let them go out there and see it. Yeah. But we would never sit on my balcony together. That's your space. That was my space. Yeah. And so, we would never sit on my balcony together because that space became... A space of solitude for me right right but it, it took me learning 
how to sit in silence. What I'm getting at is it's about communication. It's about you telling your girl, hey, um, not I'm going to play basketball. I'm going to smoke with the homies. I'm going to do a thing. You saying to your gal, <clears throat> um, I'm about to sit out here and smoke a cigar and listen to some John Coltrane. Mm-hmm. And not talk. And I'm, dude, I'm talking about, like, even for me at times, like, I'm not even taking my phone outside. Like, when I say I'm sitting in solitude, the only, it may be some Coltrane playing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It may be some, some, or shit, be clear, some DMX playing. But the music is just for background noise, but my brain is all over the place. But at the end of the day, it's having that communication with your gal and being like, look, let's, let's talk about the shit. Let's, let's talk about how we what's the word uh recharge how we recharge ourselves and how we recharge our relationship because both of those things need recharging and now i need you to give me twenty dollars <laughs> sound like you was talking to yourself through that shit oh no shit i'm good oh, okay yeah, i'm good in these streets <laughs> I'll leave $20 on the, <laughs> on the table. Oh, shit. Damn, we went deep. Shit. Yeah, we be, we be doing shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say after all of that uh, in-depth conversation, therapeutic talk. Shit, let's go. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. No, 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 no. Because it was something I was going to ask you. And I, shit, I, this is one of those things where I was like, did I write that shit down? And I'm assuming that I, because I was like, I want to ask Nate this live on air. And I guess I didn't. Now I'm mad about that. So. All right, shit. Let's call it a wrap. What uh-huh. else? We, you ain't got nothing else? We ain't got nothing else worth, worth talking about right now. Uh, yeah, nothing nothing popping up. No shops. No, nothing. We ain't doing nothing. Uh, shirt hopefully coming soon. Um, we're working on that. Trying to figure out the best route to go with all that. Bet. Hey, man, thank y'all for rocking with us. Shout out to the neighborhood boosters that come through with. I, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna add that to the show. Cause I'm a, I wanna, like, I. Yeah, we yeah. gotta figure Yeah, yeah I'll work on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it is, uh, the Holy Good Guys Therapy Session. It's Nate, it's Paul. <laughs> Mecca next week? Uh, yeah, Mecca next week. Mecca next week. Tune in for Mecca Mondays. As always, we appreciate all of you who share this. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's hope we're good, guys. We out. Peace out, bitches. <laughs>